What's up, Internet? Uh, today we have a new episode of the podcast. Today we're going to be talking with Irene Cruz. She's an amazing photographer, super well-known, exhibits all around the world, a lovely person, great friend of mine. And we're going to be talking with her a little bit about how she leverages publications and magazines and blogs and how she's been able to use these publications to be constantly growing her audience and taking her career to the next level. So join me for this amazing chat with Irene Cruz. Welcome to Artist Hobby Import, a club for visual creators across the globe. Working together to grow our creative careers by educating, empowering, and driving you to reach all your wildest career goals. Connect, share your works, tips, and inspiration and let's grow together to become the best artist we can be. The myth of the starving artist is bullshit, so let's work together to become thriving artists. Guiding you on this path, your host, me, Stefan McQuick. And there we have, there we have the wonderful Irene. Hello, I don't listen to you properly, so let's see now. Let's bring this closer. Okay. Sure. How are you? Good. Everything good. Everything good. Pleasure to see you. Long time no see. Okay. Yeah, long time no see. <laughs> Just two minutes. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Thank you for the invitation to this podcast. Yeah, well, uh, I, I invited you for, for a very specific reason, because I know that my audience will benefit a lot from what you have to do. Uh, I'm not having it in it because she is pretty and famous and fun to hang around it. It's because she is one hell of an artist. She got, she she's one of these very few artists that that it's a pleasure to work with because she's got her shit straightening up. You know, she's not messing around. She's not in the business of wasting time, and neither are we. So, Irene, real quick, I know I know that you're have a vast trajectory and I've been doing like a million projects over the last years, but give us the elevator pitch. Who is Irene Cruz and what does Irene Cruz do? So, Irene Cruz is photographer, video artist, and recently for four years I'm DOP. That means that I'm director of photography for audiovisuals. I did two feature movies at the moment, so good. And yeah, I, my passion is about photography, also about purity. I use my art like a way to express myself and to share with people like my point of view about the world. Um, I'm in love with the life here in Berlin, that's why I moved, because I love this cold life in my artworks. That's uh, why maybe it's so recognizable. And um, yeah. Uh, that can be my elevator pitch. I'm already in the third floor. It's okay. <laughs> Short elevator, but I think when you when you have a clear idea of what you do, you can compress that into being very onto the point of what you do and who you are. Community manager, layout maker, uh, Instagram star. <laughs> Aren't we all? Okay, and uh, tell us a little bit uh, about your, your career as, as a photographer. Let's, let's focus on your art practice as, as a photographer, which I think it's, it's, 
I know that you're doing all this stuff, but I think the most relatable one to the people who are watching is you as a photographer. Yeah. So when did that started and when did you take that first step from I like to take some photos to I'm a professional artist, I'm a professional photographer, here are my exhibitions. Mm. So my passion for photography comes from when I was four years old because my dad was a photographer, just not professional, but he was doing pictures in all the travels we were doing together. So I learned photography as a native language. I like to say that because since very little I'm expressing myself through photography. So that's the first and then um, when I was like 18 and I had to choose a career, I went to study advertisement and public relations because I already knew a lot about art uh, since I was 12, I was attending to fine art lessons. So I said, okay, I want to go practical, maybe because influence, it was an influence from my parents because they wanted a woman that can earn her life. And as an artist, they are always afraid So I, I really fight for my career, but uh, my basis in the university it was like advertisement. So I think that really gave me a lot of ideas about how can I be a businesswoman in this art uh, world, not only an artist. That was the first. And then I studied my master's in photography, where I just, I didn't have no doubt that I wanted to do this in my whole life. And I wanted to live from that, not having this as a hobby, and then a marketing job. So that's when my, my career will start, I can say. I, I love that. I love that. And I guess this is why we are so good friends. Uh, <laughs> but that's common, you know, because my mom also looked at me as like, you want to be an artist? Is, is that even a real job? It's like, go study something. Go some, study something for real. And then you can do your art thing on the side. So I, I went and studied graphic design and advertising. And, and I guess that just once you learn how to advertise and sell something, you can sell anything. Yeah. So uh, I guess even from, from the very first steps of your professional career as a photographer, you were always looking for, for that sale, for, for commercializing your work, you know, because uh, I always say, you know, if you want to be an artist, You got to make some money out of it. If it don't make money, then it don't make sense. Yeah. If it don't make money, it's a hobby. So uh, tell me a little bit about, you know, your first arrays into to selling your work. So my first way of selling my work was to my family. <laughs> oh, I love it. Same here, same here. So I did a first big exhibition. My first exhibitions were like... Uh, Um, because I was winning some contests and they were exhibiting my artwork, but my real career started with my first exhibition. Um, it was in Madrid with other two female artists, and there I sold two artworks, like quite big, that I, I consider that was my first sale. One was for my mentor, Eduardo Rodriguez Merchan, I sent a kiss. And the other one was from the mom of my best friend. But it's how it starts. I think your, your community starts from your real community in real life. And then it grows. And you yeah. grow from your best friend to her mom. And from her mom with the students of, the students of her mom because she is teacher. And she gave my postcard. Also, it's very important that you have something to give. Well, no. 
I think that comes in yeah like this you know you you have it. <laughs> I think it's important to have something to give that is beautiful so people cherish it or have it in the fridge or something mm -hmm. but it's like your name is there and you are not paying for this um, product placement <laughs> yeah <laughs> no uh, there is this uh, marketing theory uh, by Gaynor Vaynerchuk that is jab 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 right hook So you give, 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 and then you add. I agree. So, so if you say that to buy a product, you need seven points of contact with that brand, you know, the first one is very easily get a postcard, a nice business card, give them, you know, it's like giving something as a present and you kind of, you know, uh, put in the idea of purchase very slowly into their mind. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I have them always with me. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and I love it because I, I think that we're very similar in that. Nowadays, all of my family, all of them have each one, one, two, or three artworks that, to be honest, they bought it at, like, banana price back when I was not... <laughs> Of course, I <laughs> like the price of printing plus the double. Like it was like not. Yeah. Like, but it's how I started because I didn't know. Like, but it was it is motivating you. You know, like ah, this can be possible, and when this can be possible, it can be possible for other people. And this is the game growing. Like, yeah. And let's talk a little bit about this idea because you were talking about how. Your first clients and your first network was friends, families, friends of family, family of friends, and so on and so on. How did you start breaking out from this circle of people that you know, which could, you could say it's a little bit easier to reach because they already have a personal connection, they know you from the real world, but how did you start growing your audience to people that, that don't actually know you, that, that you know, they never met you personally? Yeah, so on the one hand, um, uh, through social networks, uh, for my career it was super important to tell my story through Facebook or later through Instagram, but the first thing I had was a Facebook page, and then I had Twitter, and then I go on Instagram in 2014. But that was one of the fields, so I, I got people just buying my calendar, since I do them since 2015, little books that I started to do from 2012 that were my first sales. And then on the other hand, I started to work with a gallery when I was, well, when I was not in 2012, let's say like that. So we, because, um, okay. In 2012, uh, a, a gallery contacted me through my Facebook site and they offered me like uh, a representation, no? They would represent me in art fairs and exhibitions. And that's how I started to be in the market, in the real market, with this first gallery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I love it because, you know, it, it's kind of like listening to myself talk because we agree on so many of these things. But those opportunities, like the gallery that you were talking, those opportunities only came to you because you were busy getting your career forward. Instead giving, of, as yeah. you said, I was giving, 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 telling my career, um, telling my stories, 
posting my pictures for free because you post and nobody is gonna pay you for your post and the time I use the post in Spanish translating to English because I have an audience that is worldwide so I have to post in two languages all the time and this is a lot of time so it's giving 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 also I'm doing like giveaways or stuff just to make people uh, participate in my in my networks if I'm posting all the time this is me and this is what I do this is me this is what I do this is all a way of reaching more people like tag your friend who might like my art and you can win one of my books or whatever yeah, so, yeah I, I, before we jump into press which I think is, is the main topic here that we're going to talk that the goodies that everyone is going to hear about uh, I want you to talk a little bit about you know um, your, pri your your photos are already reaching some some very nice prices you know your 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 prices are growing all the time but at the same time you never neglected the your whole audience you know people that might not be able to afford the the most expensive original uh, artwork the the big photos and whatnot tell me a little bit about the other products beyond photography that you created so you can offer uh, these people that just discovered you that maybe not ready to jump into the pool and buy a, a, a big photo, but maybe still want to have a little bit of a rent cruise. So Yeah, that's also, I think, kind of a strategy because when I see my followers' age, they are super young. So my, my audience mostly are from 25 to 35 years old. And I know that the... the they cannot really afford 10,000 euro picture or even they don't have the space for that. So mm -hmm. the first thing I did was like a photo book that was called Blumen and it was 30 euros. So it's kind of affordable. So the book was 140 pages. It was kind of a book. Then I started also to selling like small format pictures that are around 150 or 200 euros. So it's also kind of affordable because it's a unique piece or serial, but really it's an addition. It's not like I'm printing like postcards all the time, it's like that. Or um, I'm doing the calendar. <laughs> Every year I'm doing this calendar, yeah, I know. But if I don't do it, my mom kills me, sorry. But I'm doing for my mom and then I, people, I already sold almost everything. I think I have four left, the same. But, <laughs> but anyway, it's like, uh, offering things. But if you want to buy the last calendars of your Ina Cruz because they're out of here. <laughs> uh, that I'm doing recently since August is a Patreon that people can support me for two euros uh, per month and I'm giving things also for people. Like it depends on how they are paying, but they get discounts, they get like uh, exclusive presents or uh, previews or content, tutorials, like all these things that is really working for me. Yeah, and it's, it's just a, a way to diversify your income also, you know, because uh, if you were only waiting for gallery sales, you know, you yeah. would have been very, un you, you would be in a very dire situation this year with, with galleries uh, really yeah. having a hard time struggling. But since you created all these other income um, possibilities, you're able to stay afloat and I think to a very interesting degree, uh, maintain ownership of your career rather than depending on, on external people. Mm. That's important. 
that's important just to i have i work in with several galleries but i know when they are not selling me i'm getting my things done you know now i was producing that is also a part of an artist it's not only selling it's like really difficult to be to be in this two ways of of working that is selling or producing but you cannot take out your producing part you know because yeah. sometimes we are just yeah. no i need to post and no no you need to create also and also to plan a bit what you are giving what you are posting this is like really the game not losing time just on social media like find the balance i mean it's 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 really you know using social media with an intention you know you're you're not there because uh, you want to post uh, pretty pictures. No one likes. It's like okay, I want likes. Okay. <laughs> it's like I'm I want to give content that can be inspiration for others, that can be information, that can teach you something. It's not that I'm posting because of my ego. I'm posting because I want to create worth. Like to other persons, artists, students, collectors, of course, galleries. It's like this is who I am, and who I am is in my photography and on my posts. Also, when I talk to people, I'm doing from heart. Like, hey, blues. Now I'm calling my audience blues because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite color, and also my brand is blue. No, like. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I think we could now pivot a little bit to the the press. Part to, to promotion. Um, first off, I wanted to ask you how many art magazines, newspapers, TV channels, how many press pieces do you have uh, so far? Do you, do you do you even count that I anymore? Oh, because at the beginning she was printing everything, <laughs> and now much. she said it's too much, doctor. <laughs> I don't want to throw this away, but now I have it in a cloud, and it's like okay, perfect. But she's yeah. now holding everything to keep it, you know. I think it's the mentality of of my of the other generation that wants to keep the things because if you don't keep them, they doesn't exist. For yeah. us, it's like what exists today doesn't exist tomorrow. So the thing is not how many magazines have published me; is that they keep doing it because if not today, I'm I'm dead. This is like our society now. So. On the one hand, it's very important when you do some new artwork or you do something special like the calendar, give it like press or even in your social networks, like publishing it. And, and, but keeping in the, in the time, not, uh, I'm having an exhibition now and until next year, I'm not impressed. Mm -hmm. You know, and also collaborating, finding the way of, of doing more collective stuff, not only sending press releases to magazines, because sometimes they are going to say, this is spamming me. Like you yeah. are giving something content to this magazine and they, they might, may be interested in what you are sending. So you have to find the magazines that are, might like what you do. There are magazines for dark photography, for example, that are more like with touch, Photoshop, dark, like erotic also. So you send them, but if you are doing like, uh, I don't know, super coloristic stuff, maybe you send to other kind of magazines. Okay, let's, let, let, let's play a little game right now. Uh, you, <laughs> you have an exhibition coming up, you know. 
Instagram. But let's say uh, you, I, I had a new series of work or an exhibition going coming, and I would like that to be communicated and to get some press or, or some publications and a little bit of, of hubbub about my, my exhibition or body of work. How would I do it? First of all, you are doing an exhibition on a space. You are doing an exhibition maybe with a gallerist, a curator, or someone organizing. These people have to be in your team. You cannot say, no, I'm doing this, but apart from that, I'm going to do a press release without counting with the opinion of the others. So I think when you create an exhibition, you're creating a team. In my case, I, I wrote the press release. I sent it to the curator. The curator checked, okay, I will change that, that, that. I sent to the center that is exhibiting me. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a cultural center in Madrid. They said, okay, you have to change this, this, this. And then I sent to my gallerist. And my gallerist said, okay. And then we divide. So for example, I have some contacts. I'm gonna send them to my personal contacts. I know the guys from ABC newspaper in, in Spain. So I sent. I know a girl that is posting on, uh, bueno, is publishing in, in El Mundo, that is also a big, man, a big uh, newspaper in Spain, and I'm sending her, you know, because, hey, to remind me, you contact me two years ago for an interview, but uh, now I have this exhibition, and uh, because we have corona, no many people can visit it, so I want to push it with uh, uh, press, if you could help me, this is the attitude, you know, like I invite you to my exhibition and if you could help me giving some, uh, some exposure, just uh, feel free to do it. It's not, no, I'm sending you uh, because I want it to publish, like, no. I'm sending you, you are invited to my exhibition, maybe if you find the time or you find it interesting, you can publish it. It's not exigating, like, no, I meet in a close and you're going to, no. It's like no. a person, you might like what I'm doing because in the past we, we had a connection and mm -hmm. please, if, if you, you like it, just feel free to share it. Okay, and uh, so what I'm getting from this is that these relationships that you have with the press nowadays, you've been nurturing them for, for, for all of your decade. You know, these are people that uh, they are same as your fans, they've been following your growth. The only difference is that they write for the biggest newspaper in Madrid. Mm. And how would you recommend somebody to start, where to start developing those relationships? If I'm not Irene Cruz, I'm not famous, charming, and successful, how would I start to, to, to become friends with the press? So if I, uh, my biggest trick will be Twitter. Because mm -hmm. Twitter is a social network where it's very easy to approach people. You know, like uh, they are giving an opinion or they are sharing other exhibition. Like you have to, to first do a research of media. So which media might like what I'm doing? So I'm not going to reach uh, sport magazines because my artwork doesn't have anything to do. And also inside of art magazines, there are very different art magazines. They are like... Uh, contemporary art magazines or ancient art magazines, so you go for the magazine or uh, alternative, maybe you would do artworks that are super alternative, so go for Vice magazine or something that might like what you do, 
my art is more classical, so I will not go to, to some magazines that are really, or feministic, or really looking for these kind of opinions, you know? Mm. Like, I will first do a research of who might like what I'm doing. That's the first. And then reaching on Twitter. That will be my, my recommendation, because if you go on the magazine's contact site and just find the emails or you send a formula sometimes, you will have like response for the two percent of the image you say. So I, I will try to, to get first a connection through Twitter. Twitter is the best because on Instagram people just not answer, but in Twitter they answer normally. Yeah, I, I guess what you're saying then is search the magazines that you think would make sense That's and then figure out who's writing those individual articles rather than contacting the magazine itself just because uh, you never know who's reading the, the general mail of the magazine while reaching out to the writers of, of, an art, of, of a specific art article that talks about a similar artist makes a lot more sense than trying and maybe getting ignored into it. Also another trick that is coming out to my mind is like uh, look for someone that is a bit better than you, not better, but is her career, his career is a bit above you and google her or his name to see which magazines have published this person you follow and that is a step further than you you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah of course we we need to uh, emulate our own artistic success with with not not in a comparative way but we need to see what other artists that that might do similar work to us are doing and how we can add those those workabouts into our own artistic practice. We don't need to invent the wheel every time we need to, to create a, a press kit. You know, we can just kind of look into what other more successful artists have been doing. Yeah, that's, that's also a nice uh, advice that I can give. And also when you search on Google, just search for the last year um, sites mm -hmm. like uh, in Google, you can filter country, language, but really filter on when is that published because now internet is growing, you know. And 10 years ago, like the things with magazine, online magazines, is like they are creating and destroying themselves, like they are like really fast. So, a magazine that last year was the top now cannot exist anymore, or is in another magazine because sometimes they are doing groups of magazines and then they change their name or they are or they working got out. for somebody yeah okay and so uh, uh, if, if correct me if I'm wrong uh, your first step would be establishing what type of magazines that actually make sense to apply the second would be uh, identifying the individual writers that are doing this. Yeah. And, and the third would be to send them something. What do I send them? So, first of all, the attitude. The attitude, hey, I'm doing this. I think you might be interested in this because think about the other person. Don't send spam. Try to give them something that is like a present for them. Like, oh, this is content. Oh, I need content. Oh, perfect content. That's what <laughs> and also the way of sending that. 
in the last year, I figured out that when you just send a link, it's better for them, not attachments and thousand words because the word of 2002 is not the word of 2005 and I have another program and I see just symbols, just do um, iCloud or uh, OneDrive or Google Drive or something like that. Put everything on a folder and just share a link. Yeah. One quick tip, don't forget to make that folder public yeah. so you don't have to be like in a back and forth of emails like, oh, I need permission to see it. Yeah. And don't use, for example, WeTransfer because it has an experience date. That's so make sure that it's something so that they can open in two months. Also in um, Gmail, you have like a two or four giga free cloud, so it's really easy. Mm -hmm. Um, also, there is an option in my cloud, I'm using OneDrive, that is uh, permit persons or other people to edit or just download. So I just permit people to download, because if they edit, sometimes they are taking a picture and erasing from them. Yeah. You know? and in my cloud, I have this option, just saying. And also, do a test with a friend, for example, or do a test with your gallery. So before sending the link, I'm sending people on WhatsApp, hey, can you access to this email? Can you download this? Or in different browsers, also it can be. So you check. Before sending, you check, because if not, you start, oh, sorry, blah, blah, blah. And you are losing, like, a lot of strength, because you are not even professional, like, uh, yeah. Like, it's it's like, one of the jobs that you have to do as an artist. Not, you know, it's not your main job. You're not a PR person. So no, you need to uh, do things easy for the others because you are asking for a favor. And when you're asking for a favor, it's like give everything make it as easy as possible for them to make you that favor come true. Hmm. Okay. Also, oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. About pictures you attach, um, mind that they are not super big. And mind that they are not super small, and also put the right names on the files. Don't put GPG four five six bar uh, three four five uh, with double I don't know. <laughs> like put Guys. name of artist, name of artwork, year, and also it's good for your Google CEO. Yeah. Because then you're gonna build the CEO. So doing this well is really growing your presence in internet because the image is attached to your name and your name will appear in Google. Yeah, guys, if I can give you just one piece of advice that you have to follow is this last one. I do not accept any more artworks with random file names, you know, name or file. Uh, okay, then uh, we're running out of time, which is frustrating, but uh, I'm sure that you'll be uh, joyful to join us again. Let me finish with what, what is the benefits for an artist to cultivate and nurture uh, a healthy press presence? What is the benefit? Just yeah. reaching more people with your art. That is what every artist wants, I think. <laughs> like if you're expressing yourself, you want people to connect with your art, with your ideas, with what you are showing, because this is, uh, for me, is the purpose in life is they are my sons and my doctors. And I want people just to enjoy them, to give me another point of view. Like, uh, I want to connect with other people through my art. This is beautiful. So my, my thing is connecting, connecting to, to other people. Okay. Okay, then, uh, I would like to thank you a lot for taking time in your busy superstar schedule uh, to talk with us. 
uh, guys, Irene Cruz, go follow her on Instagram. Not that she needs any more followers, but uh, <laughs> go see some amazing blue art. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, I'm glad hey to be here with your audience, and I hope I come back in other occasions. Yeah, and uh, don't worry, we're going to save this video, we're going to edit it, we're going to make it available as podcast, video, Instagram TV, the whole shebang. So, guys, thanks a lot for coming, and, you know, keep on making that art. Ciao.